You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. What a privilege to spend a few minutes with you today pursuing God. In a world where there are so many forces pulling families and relationships apart, we're focusing this week on some wisdom from Romans chapter 12 that can heal and pull us back together. Romans 12, 9 says, hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. When it says hate what is evil, hate what is wrong, it's not talking about like hating evildoers. It's, it's not talking about being judgmental or having an air of superiority toward other families or people who don't do the things the way we do. It's talking about establishing God-honoring values in your home. To hate, to disdain, to be repulsed by the damage that the evil does to families. Hate, hate the destruction that dark things, godless things do to our kids. Don't have anything to do with that stuff in your family. Instead, hold tightly. Fill your home, your mind, your heart with good stuff, good books, good music, good podcasts, good movies, good conversations. Establish healthy boundaries that allow goodness to flourish. Cling to that. That's honoring to God and to each other. You know, we told our kids when they were growing up, you know, we, we love the neighbor kids a lot, but what they do isn't going to be our standard of right and wrong. What other kids at school do doesn't necessarily define our standard of truth. Now, that may not be normal, but we're going to be weird, and God's Word is going to be the guardrails that keep us all from running off the road. And those are the guardrails that give us the best chance for a real life. Listen to me carefully if, if you're a parent or maybe even a grandparent. Our greatest priority as Christian parents is to gradually transfer our children's dependence away from us until it rests solely on God. And one of the greatest gifts you can give your kids is their own authentic walk with God so that one day they choose on their own to cling to Him, to cling to what is good. And could I just say, both as a parent and a pastor, I'm just so grateful for the Next Gen Ministries at Eastside and all our Next Gen changemakers and staff who come alongside to partner with parents in the spiritual development of their kids. Barbara and I had a 7th and a ninth grader when we came to Eastside, and those were some nail-biting years. And I'm just so thankful for the spiritual truths they learned, the, the camps they went to, the relationships they built, the compassion trips they had the opportunity to experience, the, the small group leaders who loved them, prayed for them, encouraged them, built into them. Barbara and I just say, God, thank you, thank you, thank you that our kids got to be a part of a church like this. But parents, let me also remind you, you cannot completely subcontract the spiritual dimension of your kids to the church. And why would you want to? Here's the sobering reality. Do you know what we've discovered about our most committed Eastside families? In fact, these stats go back to the pre-COVID days, so I would imagine they've declined even more in the past year. But in the best of times, we get to invest in your kids through our next-gen ministries about 40 hours a year. Now just think about that. You know, take away your vacations, holiday weekends, sick days. Family split up by shared custody. We're lucky if we can get your kids in our next-gen ministries in the best of times for 40 hours a year. Now, if your kids are average, they'll spend 400 hours a year studying math, over 1,000 hours a year playing video games. And at the church, we get them for just about 40 hours. Now, do you know how many hours 
you parents get with kids a year. Parents don't get 40 hours or 80 hours. They don't get 500 hours, 700 hours, 1,000 hours, or even 2,000 hours. Parents get on average 3,000 hours a year to impact the soul of a child. So you tell me who has the greatest opportunity to spiritually impact the next generation, the church or the parents. Pretty clear, right? Listen, Eastside is passionately committed to partnering with you parents to spiritually develop your kids and grandkids. But ultimately, the church isn't accountable to God for the spiritual foundation of your kids, but as a parent, you are. And I wonder how many parents, if you don't do it now, could maybe just start saying like a simple prayer together before a meal. Just join hands and say, God, thank you. Oh, and of course, that means you are sitting down together for a meal. What if you just engaged in conversations about the day, talked about how you sensed God's presence? What if you took a little section of the Bible and read it together as a family or a favorite verse, talked about it once a week? You say, well, that would be weird. Well, if you want what normal families have, then do what normal families do. But if you want what few families have, do what few families do. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. God, there are so many evil forces trying to pull families apart. The evil one has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And so may we trust you. God, I pray for parents who really want to make a deposit in their kids, maybe even today spiritually who could do it with just talking about how good you've been to them how that how you sense how they sense your presence and power in their lives maybe praying together at a meal just simple deposits along the way what a difference they make as we hate what is evil and as we cling to what is good i pray in jesus name amen hey thanks for joining me today catch you back here tomorrow